What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? As if I'm talking to so many people, I'm talking to you, the listener, the the watcher. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm so psyched uh, because I'm with an amazing guy, an amazing coach, Townsend Wardlaw. What's up, man? How are you? (laughs) I'm awesome. awesome. I am amazing. uh, I'm an amazing coach and I'm amazing. (laughs) Which, which, which I love. I mean, you, you answered that like 10 minutes ago when we jumped on and I asked you why, and you, you do have a lot of freaking amazing things going on, but that's, uh, isn't that nice even of itself because it's so many of us are like downplaying our own amazingness, our own greatness. It's like, Oh, I'm okay. I'm good. You know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, you know, a lot going on. Good, good. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell you about all the stuff I've got going on. Even if things are really good, I'll oftentimes minimize my, my own. Oh yeah. Greatness, oh, right. Yep. With the Marianne Williamson that, that, quote. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk an hour about how we minimize our greatness, huh? Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, you're, uh, I, I, I was gratefully introduced to your son, who's such an awesome dude, and he's out in Salt Lake falling through the sky, probably as we speak. <laughs> he's a big time skydiver now, which has been fun to watch on social media. Yeah. Um, and Isn't that you- cool to watch him, like, right? And having worked with him, like, him, like, really, like, obviously, because he was, he was pretty wandery, right? Pretty, yeah. I don't want to say lost, but, you know, we, we use that word. Yeah. 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 When yeah. I first yeah, started working with him and chatting with me, kind of was just ho-hum about life, you know, which is tough to see when you, when you talk to a, a 20-year-old who you're like, come on, man, you got, you got the world ahead of you, you know? But it's, it's, it's interesting because that's how so many of us, and I'll just speak for myself, getting out of college, I felt, let's do this. I'm going to take the life by the horns. And then very quickly do I just, They'll take the wind out of my sails and then quote unquote reality hits, you know? Yeah. And I've been working my way out of that ever since. <laughs> Isn't that amazing how we do that? I mean, yeah. I, I come across, I chatted with a young man yesterday who's the son of somebody I'm coaching and he's like, oh, I'm going to buy him three sessions with you. I'm like, well, let's, let's slow down. I just want to talk to him. And this kid's 26 and yeah, li- living an incredible life and, and, he's bought into this belief of he's behind and he doesn't know what he wants and he's supposed to, and you know, you know, these things in in space and it's like, yeah. Amazing. Mm. It it, it is. I think for me, it's dealing with that whole construct of, of time and then not uh, just letting go of the, the judgment of where I think I should be. I mean, so much of those things keep me in this place of feeling like I'm, I'm a disappointment. We've talked about this offline, but yeah. uh, I think a lot of a lot of guys that are probably listening to this can can resonate with that, where they either feel like they're not enough, or they're a disappointment, or they've, <clears throat> you know, wasted their life, or it's too late, you know. So, so, so before we get too far ahead, because yeah. we're gonna start riffing on each other, we should 
establish the context, like how we even know each other, right? So you, you were, I know it's not my podcast, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna work with this here. Please go for it, go for it. <laughs> so um, I met I met Johnny uh, because he was coaching my son and, yeah. and my son's now 21 and, and he was 20 at the time. And, and my, my wife found Johnny on social, I think. I think on like Instagram was like, hey, this guy looks pretty cool. He's in Denver. And, you know, let's let Diego, Diego's my son, meet him and you coached him and, and he had an incredible experience with you. And um, that came to a conclusion. And at the end of that, I'd, I'd watched you coaching him from afar and, you know, get to see the, the other side of that. And I said, I want, I want to meet this guy. I want to talk to this guy. And you know, I'll be blunt. My, my, my thing was this guy needs to charge more because <laughs> when he was charging me now, as the guy paying and I was a little happy about it, but I was, I was also surprised. I was like, I want to talk to this guy and see what he's about. And I was just, I don't know, impressed as the world. I'm like, man, this, this guy's got a lot going on and he's, uh, he's not, uh, not playing as big a game as he could be playing. So let's see what we can do about that. So we, we chatted, right. We just got to have conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And isn't that, uh, which is why I'm excited about this conversation too, just because I feel like I'm, I'm, one of many in the sense that I don't see my own value and everyone else can tell me like how great I am. I'm like, ah, right. But only if you knew or that sort of thing. And it shows up in, in the pricing that I put out there to people and the, the boundaries that I don't set for myself or allow to, to give away my time, you know? So it shows up in all over in all areas of my life. So yeah. I'm grateful you reached out for sure. Yeah. That, that idea of, our worth, right? The journey, the journey to really grasping our worth, everything that you shared, I could say the same thing. It would, it would look a little different to me, mm -hmm. right? But I'm playing the same game, which is where do I, where do I don't think I'm worth it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Who calls the guy that he paid to coach his son and suggests, hey, you should coach with me, which mm -hmm. is what we did, right? I mean, I said, mm -hmm. hey, would you like I'd like to offer you to sit down and, and, and let's, let's have an experience of coaching me, not, not to get you as a client, mm -hmm. but because I genuinely saw an opportunity to, you know, share and, and explore and see what was there. And, and yeah, the end of that call, actually, I'll, I'll let you take over where we kind of left it. And that, that would bring us to a good spot today, probably. Yeah. Well, you sent me a video uh, of, of a guy. I don't know if you care to share his name or not. I don't know if it's like hush, Steve? hush. Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it ain't hush hush. He's my coach. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know, you know, like yeah. uh, privacy, but uh, you sent nah. me a, a pretty cool video that actually jumped on. It was like a two and a half hour video. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, how you set that up. And I really didn't know what I was, I was going to watch. I just could sense your, the, the, the gravity of what was possible in the message of this video. Yeah. Because so many people send me videos and podcasts. <laughs> I don't have time or I don't make the time. Let's just be honest. I don't yeah. make the time to listen to the, the vast majority of them. Um, and yet this one, I was like, something told me. Yeah. You know. And it's two and a half hours. Like you said, it's a long video. Yeah. The guy doesn't start speaking for probably 45 minutes. The first 45 are the introduction of yeah. him. Yeah. And I think I even shared. I said, make sure you watch the introduction because there's so much juice in there. There's so much um, good stuff in there. For those of you guys listening, uh, the gentleman's name is Steve Hardison with a D, Hardison. Mm -hmm. His website is theultimatecoach.com. You can check him out. He is my coach. I've been working with Steve for a year. I found Steve because everybody I had coached with, who'd been my coach up to that point, and I've coached with, you know, arguably some of the some of the top 
I hate using the word top coaches, but that's what they are in yeah. the world. Yeah. And uh, they had all worked with him. Mm. So uh, I, I called him up a year ago and, and he only works in person at his home in Mesa, Arizona. So wherever you are in the world, you want to work with them. You get on a plane every two weeks to go visit with Steve for two hours. So mm. tomorrow I'll be getting up at five, getting on a plane, flying down to Phoenix and hanging in his, in his sanctuary, in his office. Um, so cool. He literally has people, obviously with COVID things are different, but people, well, pre-COVID, there was a guy flying in from Australia every two weeks. Damn. Just wrap your head around that. Somebody gets on a plane, it's 24 hours mm-hmm. each way, mm. twice a month for two hours. There's something going on in that room, I'll tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the cool thing about that video is that it, it really hit upon something that has, has popped up throughout my own personal development journey over the last 12 years that has really irked me. Um, and, and probably six years ago, did it really hit me when I was doing a seminar out in, in Los Angeles, where I came to the rec- realization that uh, I have, I have been committed to things in moments and had amazing moments, but in terms of something, there's probably too much of a judgment to say that I've never fully committed to anything in my life, but that was what I came out of that experience saying, yeah, I've yeah. never been fully committed to anything, yeah, yeah. you know, and yet I'm, I'm very committed to my health. You know, I'm very committed to loving my family, loving people, loving my country. Like there are certainly commitments there, but I, <clears throat> I you know, the, the whole video founded on commitment and then your coaching, um, you know, after the fact, after I watched that, we got on a call for two hours and you gave me, uh, a, that was a gift in and of itself. Then you gave me another gift of, of just two hours, which is what I'm hoping we can pass, pay forward with this, with this podcast. Um, Just that whole conversation of commitment, I feel like is so relevant, especially for men in these, these days. It's like, yeah, just, that's why I was so excited to have you on and just continue the conversation. Well, let's, let's set it up that way. Right. So, so to catch everybody up. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> the conversation that John and I had, the coaching, right? So we had a conversation. It was just, hey, let's get to know each other. That conversation ended with me saying, hey, I'd, I'd like to give you an experience of coaching. This was just talking. I'd like to give you experience of coaching with me because I think there'd be something valuable for you. My gift to you, not, not to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and truly coming from a place of gratitude uh, for what, 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 what you gave to my son those two hours were, were a lot of fun. Were really powerful. You got to see some things. I got a lot out of it. I like to say I get as much out of every time I coach with somebody as they get. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I get paid a lot of money to, <laughs> to get given gifts all day long. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and we got to the end. I said, you know, I, I think you should work with me. And, and we talked about what are you playing for? What would be possible for you? What would you be dreaming of? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'd love to talk about, what it would look like to work with me mm-hmm. and, and me, me be on that journey with you. Mm-hmm. And um, again, we're condensing a lot here, but, but the answer was, wow, that, that sounds exciting. Johnny said, what does that look like? And I said, well, it, it's 60,000 a year to work with me. Um, people on the call are going, wait, I'm sorry, what did he say? 60. <laughs> yeah. um, my coach, Steve Hardison is 200,000 a year. I spend 200,000. I invest $200,000 a year to get on a plane every two weeks to go fly and see a guy for two hours. Mm -hmm. So somebody can calculate the hourly rate if they want to, but Mm -hmm. know that 
when I say to somebody, you should work with me and here's, here's, here's what it would cost. I'm writing checks bigger than that. Mm. And, and not surprisingly, you know, Johnny said, well, that's, that's, that's a huge amount of money. Um, don't happen to have that, you know, lying in a stack right here. I could probably, I said, well, let's slow down because what I believe is, is half the fun and adventure is what would it look like for you to create that money? Right. Exactly. You know, John, Johnny's not a, not a homeless dude. He's doing pretty well, but you know, he doesn't have 60,000 in a, in a, I'm going to spend on coaching budget. Most people don't. Mm-hmm. What if before we even worked together, the real adventure was what would it look like? Who would you need to be to go and make that happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I didn't have $200,000 sitting around for Steve and a budget, you know, earmarked for coaching. I had to go create it. And, and uh, Steve has a book coming out. Um, Angel of Fire, it's going to be called, uh, probably by Thanksgiving. And um, it's a lot of vignettes, a lot of stories from people he's worked with. I've got one in there and I share the story of how when I went down there for my first session with him, right? Oh, by the way, it's 200000 in advance. No, no low, low monthly payments. It's in advance. Steve <laughs> believes commitment is what creates. So you're committed. You got to write a big check. You're committed. You got to show up there. Um. The first session down there, and this story is in the book, um, I told him, I said, you know, I was realizing on my way here today, if you had dropped dead between the time I sent you the check and the time I, I'm here with you, it wouldn't have mattered. All, all, of, the, all of the value, right? I would have gotten 200000 of value out of that. And, and we're not going to unpack that today, but that was the context I shared with with johnny that we talked about like hey let's let's not worry about you know do i liquidate some investments play a game called go create it and and mm-hmm. when was that when did we talk two weeks ago that's it yeah roughly ash seems like it's been a month man so much <laughs> has gone on it's yeah. incredible all right well i know what i've created in the last two weeks yeah. um so i think today really is right and and, and again we're, we're sort of filling in people as we go we're going to talk about that and, and not your usual podcast where I'm some guest hawking something here. Yeah. Um, we're talking about, you know, Hey, so let's check in on that. And, and how's it going with the creation and, and what can we create in the next hour yeah. that would help you with that? I think that's, that's the, something that would be totally different than we talked about because I've never <laughs> done that. It normally it's me interviewing you yeah. about your life and how you got to where you are. But I think yeah. this is, this is something that's just, uh, if not even more valuable, not only to me, obviously, but to, I'm hoping for the listeners, because yeah. this is kind of like a, a shit or get off the pot moment when you're like 60 grand. I'm like, wait, wait, what? You know? And, and again, could I liquidate things? Could I sell things? Could I like, could I sell like if, if, Again, if you were saying like you have to come up with sixty grand by the end of the week, otherwise your family member dies, I would come up with sixty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. But then when I think about the action I've taken over the last two weeks since we chatted and you gave me that challenge, I haven't done shit. I've thought a lot about it, just being yeah. completely transparent. And granted, I yeah. went on you know, vacation for a week last week in Wyoming with my dad, and 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 attempted just to sit with it <laughs> and sit with the emotions of like. <clears throat> but I don't want to liquidate the things I want to do what's yeah. more challenging. And, and we yeah. probably could look at that too. Why do what's more challenging when what could be potentially easier is also an option, right? <laughs> Ooh, I think we just found something. Right. But that, <laughs> but that is something where I like, I, you know, to, to create 
$60,000 in the next roughly 30 days. That's, that's an undertaking. Do I believe it's possible? I do, but there's a lot of reluctance. There's a lot of, I'm a lot yeah. more scared than I am motivated. Clearly, yeah. cause I haven't done the shit, you know? So yeah. that's where well, we're so, at. So <laughs> let's jump in, right? Yeah. You said that, that, that fear shows up when I have the thought of doing that. That's interesting yeah. to me, right? Yeah. yeah. What's scary? When I really think about what's scary about it is ultimately... By the way, you guys are in for a fucking treat here. That's all I'm saying. So pay attention. <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, caveat, before we go into that, I think it's important because people who are on the outside looking into my life, who probably really don't know what goes on between my ears, yeah, probably have some... And I've heard it like, what? You have... You know, I even hear from girlfriends like, what? You, you're insecure at times? I'm like, are you kidding me? You know? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I have a podcast. Yes, I've written a book. Yes, I travel and, and all those various things. Yes, I'm, I am. Yes, I'm ridiculously good looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I really, really struggle massively, yeah. you yeah. know, in this area. So to go back to to your question about the fear, I think it's the fear of it, it's all. It's really like I haven't even done anything over the last two two weeks, which is kind of how I've done commitment in my life in general, is because I'm scared to attempt and then to fail. Which would, which would support the underlying belief that I am not capable of creating $60,000 um, yeah. or I'm not capable. I don't have the value that people see in me to, to want to invest in my coaching <laughs> to then be able to, to take that and invest back into myself and into my business. So it's, it's probably more of something, a fear of validating that underlying limiting belief that I'm not good enough. Yeah. What would it mean if you did? Right? Because, and I'll do some, some editorial comments as we go, right? What, what we'd like to point to is, what's the story of, if I can't do this thing I'm committed to, and it just popped in my head, what, what would it mean if you did? If, if we were talking a month from now and you did it, right? Maybe we were having a different conversation. What, what would that mean? I, I believe it would mean that I am good enough. <laughs> I think it would mean that I, that I kind of the sky's the limit. I think it would put me on a, on a trajectory that I, I, it would validate that I could create anything that I really set my mind to. Oof. It's beautiful. Which I doubt at this moment. Well, that's irrelevant. We're in the future. <laughs> yeah. And you did it and it yeah. means those things. <laughs> So watch this, everybody. What you said was it would mean I am good enough, blah, 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 right? These things. Well, and, and, and what would that mean? If you saw that. If I saw that, then I probably, I, let me think. I think that would just mean that I am worthy of of loving myself and receiving the love from, from the world. It'd be a completely different, it'd be an abundance sure. mindset. Yeah. Sure. It would. So, so, so now we're there and you're like, Holy shit. 
I am worth it. I am good enough. I am. And, and, and in that moment, there'd be a thought about that. There'd be a judgment about that. That wouldn't probably be all that pretty or we'd be, we'd be moving towards it. What's scary about being worthy? About being enough, about not having to struggle so much. What's scary about that? Like freedom's over there, mm-hmm. but there's something scary about it. I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if I know what has come up in the past and what continues to come up in the moment is my fear of, it's like you set a new bar and then I feel the pressure to continue to hit that bar. So it's like, it's the realization that I am worthy, but then, man, I have to, I have to keep, I have to keep up that effort. And sometimes that just feels exhausting. And so it's easier just to sit on my ass Beautiful. and do nothing than yeah. to put forth all that effort, you know? So if I got from here to here, well, now I'd have to keep that up. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Which to me points to whatever I'm doing today. The only word that comes up for me is, is, is kind of a burden. Yeah. Right. What is it that fuels and creates the thrust in your life today? We talked about this and this is actually the first time I've, this was like probably the biggest part of the gift and so much of what I've thought about it. It's the, it's that I'm a disappointment. So just disappointing is what drives me. I just got some chills. (laughs) So we got to slow this down, right? Because people weren't with us there. Because people were like, wait a minute, I don't understand. Disappointment drives you. But, but isn't, isn't disappointment a bad thing? Well, for some people, right? And, and again, it's the editorial part. So you got 100 men who somewhere in their life by somebody that matters, a mother, a father, a teacher, a preacher, that person said, well, you could have done a lot better. That, that's really disappointing, right? Mm-hmm. And 99 of those guys, not necessarily scientific, but, but a lot of them go, well, I guess I'll just be a disappointment. And they, and they don't, they don't do anything They're, They kind of live mediocre lives. Well, one of them, we'll call him Johnny took that and said, well, I don't want to be a disappointment. Let me, let me do something about that. And he took some action mm-hmm. from I'm disappointing. And then that somehow in the eyes of whoever told him that got him out of being disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now that's, that's what you, that's what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. Right. And they learned, Johnny learned, oh, disappointment can create, right? Disappointment can fuel. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little backwards. Wouldn't it make you go down? Well, a lot of people make some stay, stay low, but for some, probably the people that are watching this podcast, right? Disappointment creates Right. And that probably happened a couple more times where, you know, he put out this effort and somebody said, well, that's really disappointing. I'm really disappointed in you. Okay. Let me step it up. Well, and then Johnny got older and, and there wasn't anybody around to tell him he was disappointing them. That's okay. He'd learned to tell himself. Mm-hmm. So here he is at this point in life, you know, and, and, and Johnny's successful. Johnny has a house and he's got properties. He's got investments. He's got a coaching practice. It looks great. What people don't see is 
the fuel in the tank that's that's keeping this this the ship running mm-hmm. is Johnny's got to wake up every day and see what he's disappointed in because that's going to keep him going. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So then comes along this this kook named Townsend who says, "Well, you know, go create sixty thousand dollars in thirty days. You can do it." He goes. Yeah, I probably good, but but let me go and see, make sure I got enough disappointment in my my reservoir. Hold on, I gotta go, I gotta go save up even more disappointment just to get there. And then God forbid I do it. Well, I'm gonna need, let me see, I'm gonna need six times as much disappointment every morning to wake up and create so I can sustain it. So so you can see how getting to a certain moment, getting from here to here would be like, well, that's the last thing I want. Cause yeah, sure, I'd love to create 60, but man, I don't want that much disappointment. I'm dealing with enough right now. I, I produce it and I deal with it. And that creates, it's the fuel. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And everybody watching this is fueled by something. And it, it's, it's some, for some people's disappointment, for some people, it's not enough. For some people, it's you're all alone, right? Nobody's coming, Right. I got to do it myself. I'm better than everybody, right? There's right. People listening to this podcast aren't sitting at home, you know, unlikely in their parents' basement, right? Not creating. They're creating results in the world, but but it's what they're creating them with. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that that you wake up and go, okay, well, I have this goal. I want to do this thing, but the way I've produced results my entire life is by. fueling myself with this thing called disappointment. And man, that's going to take a lot more to, to make a quantum leap. Let me go back to living incrementally because I like to process a little more disappointment every day and just get used to digesting it. Mm. And somebody says, well, just, just do 10X to quote some interesting guy in Florida who screams a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go, well, that that's not just 10X more stuff or money or income. It's 10X more of whatever's poisoning me. Mm. That's no fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the underlying thing that's probably been, I mean, if not the thing that holds me back. Because I think that the thought was as soon as we got off the phone call two, two and a half weeks ago, it's like, okay, this is interesting. I kind of sat with it. But then nothing really changed. Not, well, yeah, nothing changed. And now knowing that we'd talk today, yeah, <laughs> I knew that like, okay, you know, again, this is what it is, but I was going to be completely transparent. But I feel hugely disappointed in myself. Today mission I've had accom- a, mission, I've, mission accomplished. Mission was accomplished. Yeah. And today I've had a really productive day because <clears throat> that's right. Yesterday and Monday, coming back from vacation, yeah. were complete wastes of days. Which I and I woke up and I slept in a little bit later than I did this morning, so I got an hour and a half later start because I was exhausted. My body hurt, so I was already yeah. disappointed when I woke up. So I just got yeah. my workout in, but then I wasted half the day because I was. So it's just the more we talk about this, the more I'm like, yeah, there's disappointment everywhere. Well, yeah, you, you, you're like, I got to save some up. Let me get a good reservoir, yeah. you know, and then, okay, now I can, now I can, now I can, I can take off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you're still looking at, you know, the prize, which says, okay, well then now I'll have to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's why very successful people rise to a certain level and then go, I, I can't, I can't go anymore mm-hmm. because what's getting them there. It's poisoning them. And I think that's the, yeah, poisoning. I think of it just, it's, it's like, it's exhausting. But the idea of, of yeah. 
10 times Xing what I already feel on a daily basis. And so this is what's so interesting is that in having this conversation with you, I mean, I've had so many coaches, but yeah. this conversation that we had was such an eye opener to me that the light bulb went off majorly. I'm like, Oh fuck. This is, this is, <laughs> if this isn't it, well, this, let's just say, this is it. This is the thing right now in my life. I'm sure there'll be another thing 20 years yeah. from now, but yeah. for right now, this is the thing that shows up and this is the thing that shows up in my relationship, you yeah. know, and you know, everything. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this is, this is pretty, pretty powerful. And yet just because I had that aha, doesn't mean it got any easier. It's if anything, it still just keeps perpetuating itself, you know? So that's why I wanted yeah. to jump on this and, and have us even talk through this, be like, okay, I heard all that. And the listeners heard all this and they're caught up to speed, but I'm still running that same program. Yeah. And am I just waiting until I've disappointed myself so long that I have a sense of urgency because I'm only down to two or three weeks before the end of September and I have signed up no one <laughs> as a new client. And yeah. then I give up or I really try to hustle it. Like, I don't know what my normal, normally I put so much pressure on myself that I just want to tuck tail and run and just give up. Yeah. Or, yeah. Kind of a predicament, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we could we could talk about that and and about rewiring what I would call the source of your fuel. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a bigger, deeper conversation that we're going to be able to do today. Yep. I think it's enough just to know that and see that and perhaps what what perhaps what that can create for you is this idea that maybe you can just trust that when the fear shows up of getting there you could say okay but if i get there townsend's got me and we'll figure something else out i don't have to worry about it right but it is important because you're looking at at, at a destination and saying well i want to get there but but man i'm i'm terrified so Perhaps for now, we can just say, well, I don't know how we're going to unplug from the disappointment fuel, you know, source. Right. But know that we will. And maybe that'll be enough to get you there. Maybe it won't. You might have to liquidate a bunch of shit and just do it that way. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. But, um, but maybe for now, just when the fear comes up, say, okay, but there's a solution for that. I, I, prom sorry, I promise you we get there. I Townsend promise you, Johnny, we get there, you create 60,000, you won't ever have to create it the same way again. So I promise you that. And maybe that'll help you get there. Maybe it won't. We'll see. Let's, let's table that and see if you can work with that on trust. And now we'll just get into the, okay, well, fear aside, nothing's happening. Right? So let's look at that. We'll take a little different angle from it. Right? Okay. Yeah. So there's this idea of I'm committed to creating $60,000 to work with Townsend. The problem or the challenge is from, from, a, from a, I don't know what you would call it, an etymology standpoint, right? The use of the words, you can't actually commit to an outcome, right? In, in my belief, it's not possible to truly commit to an outcome mm. 
because it's never in our control. And when I, when I commit to an outcome versus action, um, it's problematic. And we don't have the time to talk about it in all the detail, but, but I'll, I'll recommend a book to you and, and, and folks listening. It's, it's a fun one. It's called How to Solve Your Money Problems Forever. And it's a really goofy title, if you ask me. But there's some really good stuff in this book, and, 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 it, and it unpacks what people elsewhere have called the law of attraction and manifesting and things like that, right? This idea that a desire for something, right, we visualize something, we'll move towards it. What is not spoken about, written about enough is what this book refers to as the law of repulsion. So there's a little irony here, a desire for something, I want a million dollars. I want to marry a woman with dark hair and blue eyes and, you know, who runs, a, whatever, whatever I create in my mind, I can move towards. That's the law of attraction, the secret. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that stuff works. What people don't talk about is there's a law of repulsion, which says the degree to which that which I desire has attachment for me, meaning, well, there's a counterforce of repulsion. So if I desire something, I'll move towards it, pure desire, I want that. The degree to which I'm attached to it, meaning I think, I believe that the attainment of it will create an emotional experience for me. Well, I want a million dollars so I can feel free or so I can feel secure. The degree to which there's that attachment to the outcome, well, I've got an equally strong force repelling me. It's like magnets, right? You know, so I'm doing all this work to get, so it's being repelled. So what I say is you can't actually commit to an outcome ever. So I can't commit to creating $60,000, even though sometimes I say that. So here's where we play with it. I can commit to being the kind of person who would create that, right? So perhaps one of the things that might be tripping you up is if you're in your head going, I need that 60, I need that 60, I need that 60, because it's going to make me a better person. Well, you're never going to get there, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we want to back off and go, well, let's, 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 let's have the, the 60,000 as an idea. But what we're really moving towards is who would Johnny King need to be such that he could create 60,000 in 30 days easily. Mm -hmm. You just do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's ask that question and see what shows up. Right. Not what you need to do. The doing will happen, but who would you need to be? Such that 60, 30 days from now, I'd say, how's it going? He said, oh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention it to you. It just happened, <laughs> yeah. right? Slipped yeah. my mind. Yeah, no big deal. <clears throat> right. So what, do you, what, what shows up when you ask that question? Who would you need to be? Yeah. What would you need to be committed to? Who I would need to be? Uh, I would need to be, and hopefully this is the right direction, but I'm sure you'll guide me if it's not, but, uh, need to be someone who's a committed, um, be someone who values himself, who believes himself, believes in himself. Uh, I would need to 
be someone who's <laughs> um, kind of forgiven himself for how he's shown up. Uh, just be abundant-minded, be outgoing, would be someone who doesn't, doesn't allow rejection to, to bother him. Be someone who uh, is extremely clear on what needs to get done every single day. And <clears throat> is this going in the right direction? Feels good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm making some notes. I got some ideas, but you keep going. If you, if you if you know whenever you whenever 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 it stops, we'll we'll, we'll dig into it. I, I uh, you know again, I kind of feel like it's. Uh, you know, the title of this podcast, the, the, you know, my, my book here, you know, it's all about <laughs> becoming Kings. I, I feel like that, that whole idea for me about being a King is being someone who, who shows up in integrity yeah. with his word, you know, oh. is, is humble, uh, is, um, truly, truly showing up in service to, to give, uh, while being kind of unattached to what he receives, you know, mm-hmm. um, it is the <laughs> alter ego that I envision as my truest self without yeah. limitations and without, uh, anything that's that I'm believing in that, that holds me back. Yeah. Beautiful. Who would he need to be? What would he need to be committed to to, to never get there? <laughs> um, he would need to be committed to his to his fears. He'd need to be committed to to being comfortable. Uh, he would need to be committed to being right. <laughs> yeah, see, I told you couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he would need to be committed to disappointment, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? You have to be committed to disappointment as a fuel. Yeah. Because you're not going to get there on that. And that's worked pretty good up till now. Yeah. So there's there's probably a commitment to it. Yeah. So let's, this is great stuff. So let's talk a little bit about commitment so you can hear some things and so other people can as well. <clears throat> We use the word a lot. Mostly we use it to, I need your commitment to, you know, cleaning the kit, you know, kitchen or, or, you know, delivering on your sales. No, I'm committed to that. Mostly yeah. we use it about outcomes and that's just patently false. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't work that way. Cause I, I don't control the future. I control my next action. Normally when we think about commitment, it's something that we get when we're far enough along. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, aren't you committed to this woman? Well, you know, let me, let me, let me see how it goes a little bit. Then I'll get committed. Mm-hmm. That's how we think about it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's missing out on the power of it. So for me, I think about commitment as, well, let's just call it, it's, 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 the, it's the superhero version of desire, right? So you say to somebody, what do you want? Well, I really want to, I want to serve the world. 
Okay, cool, wonderful, right? You desire that. Desire is, is a state, right? I understand it's an emotion. You can look in the dictionary, but to me, it's sort of a state. I'm in a state of desire. Yeah, I want that. That'd be nice. I'm going to put some work in, right? And, and from a place, from the state of desire, well, I'm going to take certain actions, right? When we'd like something to happen, when we have a desire for it, we're going we're gonna to put in a little effort, right? We're going to see the existing landscape of possibilities. Well, if I desire this, I can do this, I can do that, right? From a state of desire for, let's go back to the outcome. I know it is, and we'll rationalize that in a minute. For the desire for 60,000 in 30 days, well, you're going to see a set of hows to get there that have always been there. Well, how would I do it? Well, I talked to this guy, I talked to that guy, I got this offer, I got that offer, right? What I like to say is desire gives us access to our existing field of possible hows and our existing thinking about those hows. And I'll unpack that in a minute and explain it. Commitment, however, is, is, is a change in state. When I move from desire for something to commitment to something, and we'll, we'll unpack, well, how does that work? But let's just assume it, it happens. Well, something magical happens, right? Here's my current state. Here's my desired future. If I am in a state of desire, I'm going to see a set of possibilities. If I shift into commitment, right? Well, what actually happens is commitment is such a powerful generative force. Mm -hmm. It sucks into the space between where I am and where I want to be altogether new possibilities, right? It literally creates new possibilities for how to get there that I wouldn't see if I'm not in that state. Which, right? which, which goes to what people say, like, yeah, it's so crazy. Once I got committed, then doors I could not have ever even seen opened. Doors I couldn't imagine open, open. Doors I didn't know existed popped yeah. out of nowhere. People came up to me and said, hey, you know anybody? I was like, well, that's me. How did that happen? It's, commitment creates fucking miracles. Yeah. Right? And, and they often say, oh, it just was easy. It just flowed. Yeah. It was not, yeah. It was not difficult. Yeah. yeah. So, how do I get, so how do I access this magical power now, right? So that's the question, right? Now that we get it. Well, first, let's talk a little more about commitment. And, and the way I think about it, at least, and, and people can take what they like from this. We think about commitment as a gradient. Well, I'm somewhat committed. I'm very committed. To me, it's absolute. You're either committed or you're not. Yeah. To something. That's sort of principle number one. There is no commitment's binary. And in any moment, you are always committed to something. Mm-hmm. Commitment is a moment by moment phenomenon, right? I don't get committed to something and then, you know, kick back and watch, watch, right? Every moment it's another opportunity to stay committed or be distracted by another competing commitment, <clears throat> right? right? Right. So what you did was beautiful. You said, okay, well, here's what I need to be committed to, to create that. And here's what I would be committed to if I didn't. What we need to see is that actually happens on a moment by moment basis, right? Well, what I would say is in order to create that, Johnny would need to be committed to 
abundance, resilience, ease. He needed to be committed to becoming a king, this ideal of becoming a king. He needed to be committed to integrity, his word. What I say happens, happens. He needed to be committed to this idea that, that life is abundant and limitless. He'd have to be committed to himself, right? If he got there, we could say, well, he must have been committed to some or all of those things because he got there. Mm-hmm. Except he doesn't just get to say he's committed and it'll unfold. Now, if he didn't get there and we're looking backwards, what we'd say is, well, on a whole, he must have been committed to disappointment. He must have been committed to fear. He must have been committed to being right, playing small, right? He must have been committed to struggle is what I see, right? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of, if, if, if we could go in the future and look back, now the only question is to say, okay, well, let's, let's look at that moment by moment. So again, commitment is something that, that, that we create, we declare, I'm committed to being the kind of person that would create $60,000 in 30 days. Nothing's happening. <laughs> okay. Now, most people at this point start thinking, well, I must not be committed enough or must not be committed or blah, blah, blah. Totally. What, I would, what I would say is actually, this is the moment for learning. This is the moment you get to see something. If you ask the question, okay, well, if I was committed to what I just said I was committed to, I'd be taking actions in line with that commitment and, and be making progress. I'd, I'd be taking an action. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not taking an action, rather than judging, oh, there you go again, ask the question, well, what must I be committed to in this moment instead? Mm-hmm. Again, not for the purpose of blaming, but for saying, oh, okay, nice to see that. Let me let that go and get back to committed. And, and, and literally, this, this could happen on a second-by-second basis, hour-by-hour, day-by-day, right? You do get some forward motion out of it. It's not like you have to literally have to do this every second. I'm committed to six times. I'm committed. You have to do it every second. But we create commitment with our word. We declare it. You say to me, I'm committed to being the kind of guy that would create this in 30 days. And then we get to watch the being that is Johnny that just created himself as committed. We get to watch what he does. And if we see him sitting there, arranging the sock drawer or, you know, something <laughs> like else. Yeah. We say, ooh, he ain't. Yeah. And and if we if we can withhold judgment of that and go, oh, there I go, and instead get curious and go, well, what must he be committed to? We could see it. And then you can let it go. And choose it again and watch what happens. Right? And 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 it starts with i'm committed to and let's you know here's a game to play and maybe you did this maybe you didn't did you get committed to this idea like literally verbally write it down and then get a piece of paper out and say okay what actions could i take right one of the one of the things i like to have people do is create a list of possible actions mm-hmm. right Get committed, find some time and space, get committed. And by that, I just mean declare it and take a yellow pad of paper and start writing. Okay, how am I going to do that? What are possible hows? And see how many you can put on a piece of paper. Let's do it live.
Let's do it. Okay, so you're gonna get committed. And again, it ain't complicated. You declare it, you declare to me and everybody else, here's what I'm committed to. Mm -hmm. And then from that place, let's see what hows show up, right? So the question will be, so, so what, what might you do to, to take action? You know, what actions might you take from that place of commitment, Johnny? So get committed and then we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm committed to creating $60,000 by the end of September. September, uh, specifically by the end of the day, September 30th, 2021. Cool. cool. What would somebody who was committed who had similar circumstances to you, what, 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 what actions could they take to make that happen? Uh, I would say first and foremost would be reaching out to all the, the guys I know that are, that I'm friends with here in Denver that are on my email list that I'm, you know, crossing paths with that are going to events of mine and just essentially asking them, what they're struggling with and how I can be of service. Yeah. Have a connect call, see what happens, right? How many people is that? Um, how many people could you talk to in the next 30 days? Let's put it that way. If you, if, if you got committed, started taking action. Every single day. Um, gosh, I could probably, if, if, yeah, if I were all out committed, even though, again, this idea. Well, no, no, you are me. committed. Uh, yeah, I am committed. Correct. See? Right. Great. Right. Yep. Well, yep. It, it happens that fast. It shifts, right? In that totally moment, is. Johnny's Johnny shifted from committed to this to committed to, oh, that's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, the if I were was the guy who's more committed to his comfort. Yeah. Right? Scared. Yeah. Overwhelmed yeah. already by the idea. Sure. Okay. So get back committed again because we slipped. So, so mm -hmm. get committed again. Uh, being that I'm committed to creating $60,000 by the end of September 30th, 2021. Yeah. I would be able to talk to, let's say six guys a day. That's a lot, man. That's a lot, right? I mean, so six times 20, right? You, let's just, let's just say you could talk to, here's the deal in July. People don't know this, but my wife and I were committed to creating, we were playing a game called create, 200,000, another 200,000 for her to work with Steve Artisan. I had 60 conversations. I talked to 60 people. I had 60 scheduled conversations that month with people from various sources, people I'd worked with, people I knew to see what's like, kind of like you said, hey, what's going on? Anything you need some help with? I got some ideas. Maybe I can help you. But when I looked back at the end of July and I went to my calendar, there were 62 people. There were 62 scheduled conversations that I had held. So why don't we just say 60? Like, that'd be a lot. That'd be right? a lot. Talk to 60 people, have, have 60 scheduled conversations in September. Mm -hmm. Right? That's something you could do. Yep. Yep. Other things that I could do, uh, again, just to create yeah. 60,000, <clears> I could bring on another Airbnb or two. Okay. And create some passive income that way. Okay, cool. What else? Keep going. Um, I've got a couple of cars, uh, one of which I lease out to Turo and could create a couple thousand dollars a month that way. Yep. Cool. I could. Uh... Now let's, let's unpack that, right? So 
are these buying new cars or you have them? I have them. Okay. So let's just talk about the, I don't know how Truro works, et cetera. What, why aren't they leased now? Why aren't they, why aren't they more people renting them now? Uh, just because I, it was, it was leased out all last week when I was out of town. So I've had it for the last three days, my car okay. back. So I, I limited it because. Gotcha. Okay. So get my car back up on Truro. Understood. Yeah. 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 And, and I'll, and, and I'll figure out another way to get around or you'll figure out another area, right? Okay, cool. Beautiful. What else? What else could you do? Uh, I could take a, you know, line of credit out on okay. either a house let's, or let's, on a so, so I, lo- I love these ideas. Yeah. Let's, let's stay within the confines of you got this coaching practice, right? Yeah. 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 Here's an idea. Um, people are going to be listening to this. What was yep. somebody who was committed to this <clears throat> creating 60,000? What, what might they do? What's an action they could take? I don't know. In the next, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. Yeah. What could you do? They could shoot me an email and say that I'd like to have a, a conversation that this conversation resonates for them. And they'd right. like to. Well, what I'm saying is what you could do is you could use some of the time we have here yeah. to, 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 to invite anybody who's listening. Right. Yeah. So people don't know this, but, Johnny asks his podcast guests, you got any products or services you want me to pimp mm-hmm. while we're doing this thing? And I said, no, people find me when they find me. I'm good. I said, isn't that funny? Um, you're trying to create some money, but you're not asking anybody who's listening. Hey, call me. You're not mm-hmm. creating an invitation, mm-hmm. right? You could in the next 30 or however many minutes we got, create a powerful invitation for people that are maybe resonating with this idea of fueled by disappointment, fueled by not enough mm-hmm. to call you. Hey, if you're listening and what I said, is, here's my number. Here's my phone. You call me. I want to talk to you about how I can help you. And yes, I want to find a way to help you that, that you engage with me. The good news ain't going to be 60, the towns in charge will be less, <laughs> yeah. but I promise you, I can, I can help you with this. Mm-hmm. Just like Townsend's helping me, you could you could do that. Somebody's committed would mm-hmm. would see this as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. What else? What else could this person do that was committed? That's in the bounds of the coaching practice, right? What other ideas do you have for actions you could take that might generate sixty thousand? Certainly, could put out another uh, group coaching program. Yeah, whip up a program and do some outreach. Mm-hmm. Has anybody said no to you in the last year, 12, last 12 months? Anybody you've offered something, they said no? Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. So what, what action might we take there? <clears throat> Reach out back to them and say they've got a... Yeah. On your list is call everybody that said no and say, where are you at now? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Because the guy committed to something else wouldn't call them. Well, if they need me, they'll call me. That's committed to something else. Yeah guy's committed to creating money and serving the world, he's going to call everybody and say, hey, I know you said no, but I think you should have said yes. Let's talk about why. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What else? What else? Um. Right. There's there's 60 conversations, but as I understand, you have a community, you have people that you're meeting with regularly, right? You, you do things on a regular basis. What, what do you got coming up with your community? Yep. It would be this uh, upcoming meeting of men 
Yeah. When is that? How many people are going to be there? Uh, that'll be on Monday night. And gosh, hope to have roughly 40 guys there. 40, 50 guys. You're going to have 40, 50 guys showing up to come listen to you. And we're wondering how to create $60,000. <laughs> They're showing up to listen to the, the speaker. I don't, you know, again, I, I do a lot of facilitation. I don't necessarily, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not focus on me, but I do ultimately promote my brotherhood of men, which is like an online community, yeah. you know? Yeah. So what if, what if you spend a little time talking with this group about the journey you're on, how you're creating 60,000 and why you're doing it, are you not doing it, you know, for fun? You're doing it to up-level your ability to serve. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right? And, and, and you'd be interested in talking to folks who you've served powerfully mm-hmm. that there might be a way to serve some more that would also fuel your journey. Mm-hmm. Right? Win-win. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you have 40 people showing up. You could fill your calendar for the rest of the month easily. Mm-hmm. Right? You could say, I've got a special offer program, whatever. You could, you could create something, right, special for these 40 that they could say yes to quickly, easily. I don't know what that is, right? But my mind goes, if there's 60 people there, there's probably 10 people we can get to say yes to something, you know, 10 people saying yes to something that's five or 6,000, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're done next week, mm-hmm. Right. Guy committed to, I'm going to create this, is going to say, what can I create a value that would be more than more than worth $5,000, right? Mm-hmm. That I could let them know, right? I'm not pitching it on the, on, the, on the webinar. They're showing up to, here's a guy. But you could say, listen, I've created something special. Here's who it's for. Here's what it's going to do. Here's how it's going to deliver way more value than I'm charging. If that's interesting, drop me a DM or text or whatever. And, and let's talk about it quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. I got 10 spots for this thing. Right. That guy would, the guy committed to creating 60,000 in 30 days would, would, would create something incredible totally. for the people who are already showing up to come hang out with them. Mm-hmm. What would that look like? What would that, right? Let's play, let's play the game. We get 10 people, 50K. We're almost all the way there. Hell, if it's 12 or there, 12 out of 60, let's call it that. Let's call it five grand. You're going to want to create some. Let's, let's do it now. What can you create that'd be $5,000 that would be incredible value for the 12 fortunate people who said, yes, I want to hear about this and, 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 and jumped on board? I mean, it's, it, it would be very similar to my normal six-month group coaching program. <clears throat> so I've done, I've done that before in the past. Right? Done what before? Uh, created uh, more or less what I call the arena it's yeah. just a group group coaching program where guys are getting into the out of the yeah. grandstands. I'm, I'm going to tell you, the guy that would show up and say, "Yeah, I got this thing. It's the arena, whatever." Before that guy has desire, he ain't committed, mm-hmm. right? Because even how you talk about what you do in the arena, it's, it's an abstraction to me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What did I say to you 20 minutes ago or so when we were dealing with fear? And I get there and I'm going to I'm going to have to keep that up. Do you remember what I said? I don't recollect. What I said was, Johnny, you get there, you create 60000 to work with me. I'm going to make you a, a promise. I promise you, you will never create money like that way again. I'm going to teach you a whole new way of creating money. I promise you will be free 
from the from the fuel tank called disappointment. Mm-hmm. We're going to sever that. We're going to give you a new fuel. That's my promise to you. That ain't that ain't the that ain't a program. That ain't coaching. That's a promise. Would you like that? Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Then get your shit together. <laughs> right. 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 So a guy committed to creating sixty thousand dollars would stop talking about what he does as an abstraction, and he would tune into what do his people need that he can give it to them and let them know and stop stop making them figure it out. Right. You're hiding what you do from people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you did for my son? Well, I coached him. No shit. What did you do for Diego? <laughs> I love this. This guy doesn't even know how powerful he is. Mm, right? I, he thinks he's coaching people. Yeah. I just feel like I, I helped him tap into, you know, a life of, of what really makes him happy. And you say it like that's nothing. Like, like I can go to fucking King Supers and buy that shit, right? <laughs> right. The greatest right. coach in the world, second greatest, because my coach is the greatest, Townsend Wardlaw gave you money to coach his son. You gave him a gift. You think I could have gone to King Supers, got it, you know, in the frozen food section. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. That's a guy has got desire. He committed. If he was committed, how would he talk about what he did for my son? How would he talk about, right, mm-hmm. what he's going to do for these guys? Right. Imagine you're talking to these guys and you're saying you can do this thing. They don't care. It's six months. They don't care. It's called the arena. They want something. What are you going to give them? What's the promise you're going to make them? I want you to imagine you're talking to these guys. Guys, I'm going to make you a promise right now. If you're one of the 12 people who call me and say, I want into this thing and can create $5,000 in the next two weeks, here's my promise to you. What is that? What are you going to promise to them? Very similar to, to what I feel like I did for Diego and what, what you said that you would do. Which for is me, what? Which is, which is helping them change the trajectory of their life, you know? Yeah. From so a- now I want you to say it, not like you're telling me something that happened to somebody else that I said, but I'm asking you. You're talking to me, right? I'm one of these guys. Yeah. I want you to imagine we're on this call and you're, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Townsend, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to promise you that within six months, you're going to go from a, a life of desire. And, and wishes to a, to a life of total commitment, a life where you're going to accomplish <clears throat> whatever it is that you feel like you've been being held back by, whether it be that relationship or that health or the, the money. Yeah. A little discomfort there, isn't it? Huh? Yeah. On your end. Yeah. Yeah. What if I can't do it? What if I'm, what if I'm lying to him? What if I'm just, selling them right well we're committed to something else all of a sudden we're committed to right mm-hmm. not committed to serving or committed to making sure we know we can do everything we say we can do we don't want to, we don't make a promise until we know we're already there mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that comes up for me too yeah just a, well just a fear of of uh, yeah exactly not not surprising the fear of them being disappointed at the end yeah, the guy that, that's committed to disappointment is certainly creating disappointment in the future for these guys. He's going to disappoint them, right? You're going to want to look at that. You're going to want to see it. And in that moment, say, actually, hold off, guys. I notice my commitment has shifted. I'm recommitting to being the kind of guy that can show you how easy it is, right? Because you think these guys don't want to create money? Yeah. You think you're doing something dirty over here, creating 60000 
right? Guys, right. watch me, watch what I do, getting you to commit to 5,000 because you might learn something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh. I like, I like the, the, again, the symbiotic relationship of, of helping them create while I, they're helping me create. Yeah, you might want to say, guys, let me tell you, not only is that 5G you're going to give me going to transform your life, I'm using that to transform mine. The guy that'll be coaching you four months from now, mm-hmm. it's not going to be the same guy coaching today. You like me now, you show up to this thing. <laughs> the reason I need you to do this is not only for what's in it for you, what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to use this money, I'm going to go get an upgrade. Mm-hmm. It's not a secret from them. It's not shameful. Right. That ring, yeah, that rings true a lot more than than a feeling of like uh, an ulterior motive that I'm keeping from them. You know. Yeah. Why, well, I got an ulterior I'm, motive. Yeah. 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 I'm shaking you down mm-hmm. for a very specific reason. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why you should be thanking me. You should be asking, can I give you more? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The five thousand you give me to work with you the next month. Well, six months from now, that's going to be ten thousand for the next round because I'm going to be a different human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And notice, and notice all the things that come up, and know that those things that come up—the fear, the doubt, the anxiety—those are being created by a commitment to something other than power, other than abundance. And when you see them, notice them and thank them for their contribution and then get back committed to, I'm actually committed to walking this walk, right? Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be committed to this idea of being a king, <clears throat> right? I keep talking to you guys about being a king. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down on my commitment to being a king. Yeah. That I'm committed to. Yeah. Well, well, this is good because I mean, obviously, two weeks, two and a half weeks ago, when we chatted less, and I told you, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for it, even though I don't totally believe or understand, or not that I don't believe, but I didn't know exactly how I was going to create sixty thousand dollars. Of course not. <laughs> so I committed to you. Nothing really changed. I did begin for probably a week there. I wrote down every morning my commitments. Yeah. And one of them being, I'm committed to creating sixty thousand dollars by the end of September, twenty twenty one. And yet it didn't go to the next step, which was like, to your point, to actually write down what are the yeah. things that I could do, which of course yeah. it, it's, it's so sometimes, or not sometimes it's, it's always so much easier for me to coach other people than it is to, to see my own blind spots and to coach myself, yeah. you know, which is why I love, I've always had a coach over the last 13 years or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, and I want to acknowledge you for having this conversation in front of your audience, right? That's yeah. That's powerful and inspiring for them. Yeah. Right. Oh, wait, Johnny's getting his ass kicked right now. That's kind of cool to watch. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should see me in Steve's office. I walk out of there like, you know, fucking Conor McGregor took me out or whoever's on top these days. So here's an invitation for you. Is there anything you'd like to share with everybody watching about what you're doing and how they might be part of it and what, what, what you'd like to create with them and more specifically, invite them to take action, right? Because commitment without action, it ain't commitment. Mm-hmm. Commitment create action. If I don't see the action happening, I got to go and say, well, I must not be committed. I must be committed to what I think I'm committed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's an opportunity to take some action and then encourage them to get committed and take some action. So what would somebody need to be committed to? 
and what actions would they need to take to help you with your commitment? Yeah, I'd say someone who, who would be committed to... Well, so so no more third person. You, this is your audience here. I'm backing up. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, Johnny's got a few things. I'm going to give the mic back to him for a minute. Johnny's got some things he'd like to say. He's, he said he wanted a couple of minutes of his own podcast to talk, so I'm going to give it to yeah. him. Johnny, yeah. you want to talk? Yeah, have at it, Johnny. They're all yours. <laughs> Thank you, listener, brother, uh, viewer, listener. I, I would I would like to invite you to the to the opportunity of of stepping into playing big in your life being committed to playing at the same level that i'm committed to and if you're seeing or recognizing anything it's not easy and 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 i'm walking in the walk with you and that's why i enjoy this this whole process and so to to create uh again whether it be five thousand dollars in the next two weeks or create uh, a beautiful love affair with your spouse or significant other that maybe you've lost and you want to rekindle or, or get back to that, that warrior's body that uh, yeah. maybe you, maybe you, yeah, maybe you lost it or maybe you've never had it, but either way, just raising your standards in your life. To me, that's what it's all about. And that standard is, is stepping right into that uh, conversation of what we are having here about commitment. I'd love to invite you to email me, johnny at johnnyking.com, just that you're curious and having more of a, a conversation about this. Um, and we can talk more about the, the commitment level of a six-month program where you have other kings, such as myself, such as you, stepping into the, 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 the fringe, the, the uncomfortable area just outside your comfort zone, right? The frontier. The frontier, the, the just leaning into your edge um, and creating beautiful jo- things. Johnny, what are, you, what are you promising people if they call you and, and, and join you on this adventure? Uh, gosh. To me, it comes down to... Uh, promising them that they're, they're going to be able to look back on who they are listening to this podcast, the action that they've taken six months in the future, they're going to be looking back at uh, being proud of the man that they are <laughs> at that point versus maybe the lack of pride that they have in this moment. And so it's, it's a promise of them feeling like, okay, they're actually stepping yeah, into that's what potential. you're promising for them. And that's yeah. beautiful. My question is, what do you promise them? What is Johnny King fucking promising people? Uh-oh. You do this. Here's what I got. I'm promising that I that I'm giving you my full commitment. Yeah. My playing big. My uh, my willingness to to put myself out there <laughs> and not look perfect and show that it's possible to to step into that area of uncomfortableness in the let's say in the spirit in the name of of greatness, right? So they're giving, they're giving 100% of me committed to playing a big life as well. That's wonderful. Now, the good news is you got me on the call too, so they're going to get a promise from me. They're, they're never going to meet me. They don't need to. Yeah. Here's what I promise to anybody watching this. Somebody going, wow, that's a lot of money. What I think you need to do is, first of all, I think you need to email Johnny or call him as quickly as possible because there's not going to be that many slots. This is going to be an opportunity you're not going to want to miss because if you sign up for his program, you're going to get to be with him for the next six months. You're going to watch, right? You're going to watch this man, Johnny King, transform. 
the 5,000 you invest, you'll get that back 5X, 10X from the shit that he's going to create with you. And how do I know this? Because he's given me that money and the shit I'm going to be creating with Johnny, you won't recognize him. You're going to get the program working with him, working towards your dreams. And you're going to have to watch like a guy turn into a fucking superhero in six months. Just, just to watch that. It would be worth $5,000 just to watch me coaching him for six months to see what is possible. That will inspire you. That will transform your life above whatever Johnny thought he could do now. So get off your ass, pick up the phone, call an email, whatever you need to do, get on his calendar, say, what does this look like? I want to be part of it. And when you do, don't just call him up and say, Hey, what's up? When you call Johnny, when you email, when you get on the phone with him, I want you to spend some time thinking about what do you want to create? What would be a miracle in your life? What, what would you look back? Say, so don't just say, what's the program? Go to him and say, listen, I've been thinking about it. And if I could do this in the next six months, if I can have the relationship, my dreams, if I could be back down to my college fighting weight, if I could finally have the balls to go to my boss and get a raise, and the conditions I like, if I can get a new job, whatever it is you want, you bring that to Johnny and say, here's what I'd be playing for. You do that, you will not only create whatever it is you desire, you will create things you can't even imagine right now. That's my promise to you on top of Johnny's promise. <laughs> How's that feel? feels amazing. And I, I feel like uh, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I ultimately want. I don't do podcasts, people. People don't realize I don't do this shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. going podcast. I don't market. Yeah. This is, this is an incredible opportunity for people. Yeah. I'm, I'm super grateful. I, I want to yeah. do it with, with other men. I think the big part of, for me is it's my brother called me out on it. He's like, why is it, be, why is it called becoming Kings versus becoming a King? I was like, cause I don't, I don't want to be a King by myself. That's not, yeah. I was lonely. Yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to be with other amazing men who yeah, inspire that's me. That's right. You know? Yeah. And and my clients do constantly inspire me. I think that's yeah. why I enjoy what I do because it makes me yeah. feel inspired. Yeah. This right. isn't King Johnny and the Merry Men. This is King Johnny and a table full of kings. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and what you are doing that is unique and powerful in the world is you are helping people see the king in themselves and and creating them as kings, right? Mm-hmm. Not so you can rule them, but so you can hang with them. Exactly there's a lot of people out there saying, I, I want a bunch of followers. You don't want followers. You want leaders. This is a unique community you're creating. Yeah. 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 People want to be part of this. People need to be part of this. They want to go follow Grant Cardone or fucking Tony Robbins so they can look up. Oh, he's so cool. That's fine for some yeah. people that, you know, if that's yeah. you don't, don't call Johnny. Yeah. That's not what Johnny's looking for. He's not looking for people to follow around. What's next, Johnny. He's looking for people he can look eye to eye with. hundred percent. That's rare in this world. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants a following. You want to be a follower. You shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Damn it. Yeah. 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 yeah it's true. And it was probably why, why I can, why I turn away from doing some of those stereotypical things to create followers. I don't, that's just, that turns me off, man. It's good for want, some people. Yeah, yeah. I want men to be leaders in their own lives. Right. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah, man. Nice work today. Powerful. Usually powerful. Yeah. That's, imagine, that's you had, imagine you had those conversations, right? Yeah. Let me tell you what we're doing here. Let me tell you what I promise you. Let me tell you what it's going to be like. Let me tell you who you're going to be sitting across from six months from now. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is powerful. I appreciate yeah. it very much. Very, yeah, very much. I think it's awesome. And I'm excited to, to continue the, the journey. Yeah. You got people to call, you got offers to create, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I do have one, one, uh, last question for you. I just oh totally, totally took cool. this question off of the top of my head. Um, not cheating at all, but, but how many Adidas tracksuits do you actually own? <laughs> That's a confidential number. Um, <laughs> I packed up when we moved out of Denver, about 147, 150 no. something. Yeah. Are you serious? Um, oh yeah. And I've, and I've acquired, cause we've been living on the road and I've, I've got another three dozen at this point. Yeah. Now when I say tracksuits, that's both full, you know, long sleeve, long sleeve, like traditional tracksuits, but also what I call short kits, which is short. And I'm not wearing one today, which is unfortunate, but um, short, you know, shorts and top, some of which are more athletic style. Some are more fancy stuff, but yeah, I've got, I've got all sorts of, I mean, stuff you'd never find at the stores. What's the fascination with them? Um, It's a great question. Uh, So, Five or six years ago, well, let me go way back. When I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. And uh, um, I was into breakdancing in high school, went to competitions and stuff. And, you know, this was the 80s. I lived in Connecticut, so the Northeast, right? You know, uh, Run DMC and Adidas were, were, were the thing. Yeah. We didn't have money, so I didn't have any Adidas track suits. I, I had my one luxury was a pair of Stan Smiths I would get every year, and I would keep super white and nice wide laces and stuff, and uh, you know change my laces every day and match the outfit. Yeah. But in terms of track suits, I had you know some I don't know if it was Marshalls or whatever the the you know it, it was pretty janky, but it would you know it, it was what I would like, wear to competitions because mm-hmm. it was all I had. I didn't have it. I never owned an Adidas track suit. Fast forward to about seven years ago, I was in Vegas with a dear friend of mine. We were, we were, uh, I was in there visiting. I flew in because he was doing a trade show. Uh, he's a Russian guy, which is pertinent. And, 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 and we we're hanging out. I said, I think there's an Adidas store here. Let's go buy some tracksuits. You know, you're in Vegas, you're drinking, you're, you're, you're having fun. I was like, let's get a tracksuit. Yeah. We go to the Adidas store. I bought he and I tracksuits. And the rest of the weekend, we walked around in our track suits. And because that's all we had, it dress shoes. We looked like a couple of wannabe Russian mobsters, like, you know, black dress shoes, no socks and track suits. And, and this idea came to me, I'm like, I, I want to wear this every day. And he laughed. I was like, no, seriously, like, I, I want to spend the rest of my life wearing Adidas track shoes. And at the time, you know, I, I had a consulting practice. I would go into offices and stuff. It took about three years before I had first of all, a sufficient volume where I could mm-hmm. wear a different one every day. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of <laughs> ease my client. I remember the first time I started wearing track suits, you were like, what, what you wearing a track suit? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll be wearing these from now on. And I kind of, I kind of had to ease into it. And, and yeah, I would say it was probably two years ago where I just went full track suit, like to the point where people, when I'm not wearing a track suit, it's surprising to people. Yeah. Um, good. You're all right. You feel okay? Yeah, yeah, everything okay. My mom, my mom, literally, I talked to her and she goes, you what, no Adidas? <laughs> yeah. So my mom even knows. But yeah. um, man, there's something about it, right? I love the brand. I love the designs. The, the tracksuits that I have are, are, you know, typically you don't find them in any store. I get them, I get them online or on specialty shops or on special drops. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I had the largest collection in the world of, of, of Adidas tracksuits. And, and it's only That's Adidas. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. It's... um. You know, life is created. I'm all about creating an extraordinary life. And, and the thought occurred to me, you know, it'd be extraordinary is to walk around in any situation and show up 
I, and you know, I go to, I go to conferences or whatever and, and yeah. people come up. Okay. I, I got to know what's the, what's the deal. Yeah. Right. You know, you yeah. wear tracksuits everywhere and people are going to, people are going to take notice. So you should have an yeah. Instagram, you know, account only for you in tracksuits and then have Adidas sponsor you. There you and, go. And just give you a new tracksuit once a week. You know, there you go. I like it. I like it. And then, you know, pay you to wear their tracksuits. <laughs> I I definitely agree. I, I I've got some visions about that. I've reached out to uh, his name is Zion, uh, who's the head of Adidas USA, and I've, it's been on my back burner for a while. But at some point, I'll get in front of him and, and pitch him on on why why I need to be a brand ambassador that is on the payroll. Oh yes, oh, um, yes. I I have created, you know, if not millions, certainly hundreds of thousands of value for Adidas already, and, and I'm on the way to creating millions. People see it, they go, I want that. Yeah. Um, I'll have my own line someday. I'll have my own design. So that's in the works. That's so cool. That's but it fun. won't be Adidas. I got to, I got to figure out how to co-brand it or something. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all in the works. I can tell the wheels are turning. Yep. That's so cool. That's crazy. I did not know that. That's a oh, lot. Yeah. It's, it's absurd how many I have. <laughs> it's amazing. And you know, I'm on, I'm on the site every day or two and I always find new stuff. I went to Nordstrom's the other day and this was wild that this has never happened. They have a small Adidas section. And there was actually a short kit that had never appeared online. I was like, oh, my God, I got to get it. So, of course, I bought it. I bet that was fun. That was, that fun, was fun, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you find those, <laughs> it's like uh, you're bargain shopping or you're, or you're going from like garage sale to garage sale looking for those little yeah. gems. Oh, when I find when I find new Adidas stuff, I get when, when a new drop comes out. Yeah. Um, there's a gentleman, uh, Yoshi Yamamoto. Uh, who has a brand under Adidas or with Adidas, a collaboration. He's a Japanese designer, uh, Y3, which is their high end. I mean, the tracksuits are kind of obscenely expensive, mm-hmm. like, you know, seven, 800 bucks, but they're, they're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's amazing. Why I, I need to see more of these. Yeah. You know, that's so, so cool. Well, <clears throat> thank you nonetheless for taking the time as always sharing the, the gifts for uh, putting me in the hot seat. Yeah, you did great, man. That was really wonderful to see you really stepping up and getting committed, right? Hopefully people could see like when the commitment came, he's like, he's like, bring it. It's a different human. Commitment shifts our way of being. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really powerful. And I think the, the those that listen, this will be uh, really impacted, uh, you know, knock on wood. That's, that's the, that's the hope at least. Right. And that's all I w- was hoping was to, I'm to committed that they will be committed. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be committed to, uh, to letting this, this episode kind of impact their lives for the better, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and motivate them to step up and play a bigger game. Cause that's what I'm committed to doing. Otherwise, again, yeah. what's the point of personal development being on this journey, being this human experience, if we just keep settling for. Yeah. It's enough. interesting. P- people will sometimes say, well, well, why do we need to play a bigger game? And my response is typically, well, we don't, but it's, but it's also my experience that that's how we're wired. Yeah. Right. So yeah. people will often, you know, try to say, well, I'm fine where I am and everything's great. And I don't argue with them about it, but more often than not, when we catch up later, they say, yeah, yeah, I, I just didn't want to stay there. Like the people that I gravitate to want to play a bigger game, not because we need more stuff, but because it's fun. So yeah. this idea of, well, I'll just kind of camp out here. I guess that works for some people, but it's never worked for me. And I'm past the point where I'm trying to play a bigger game so I can have more peace or more freedom or, right. Or, or feel, but, but I still do it. I want to make more money. I'm, I'm, I'm always playing a game called make more money. 
so I can give more of it away, so I can do more stuff with it, right? I want to play a game called have a bigger, better relationship with my wife. Yeah. It's already a 10 out of 10. And every day I go, okay, how do I make it more a 10 out of 10? Yeah, yeah. It's how I'm wired. Yeah, I think and we're I think all wired that way. Awesome. I do too. I think some people have sold themselves that they're not, but I really think Absolutely. we are because I've never met somebody who's just kind of hanging, who's feeling fully expressed and, and, and you know, fulfilled, yeah. right? They I got agree. this yearning. I think, I think progress equals growth and growth equals happiness. I think without the growth, we're, we're not happy. We're bored. Bored. Yeah. Like just trading hours for, you know, the end of the road. Wait, wait until we die. <laughs> that's miserable. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, it does seem to work for some. I don't know how. So I, I don't know if it works. I think it just, yeah, it, it's, it is what it is, but uh, yeah. this podcast certainly isn't talking to those that's people. right they're not they're not listening to us now they're so. not you know yeah. i'm not i'm not worried about offending them because they're not listening yeah. so hopefully anyways. if by the way if, if you haven't emailed johnny you better do it because the other 12 guys are already there and you're going to be number 13 so you're already in the waiting list so <laughs> there you go. There get you off go. your ass <laughs> yes thank you johnny and johnny king reach out to me uh townsend thank you as always really appreciate Love you, you brother there. Love you too. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Johnny King. No, that's the old show, the Johnny King show. This is the Becoming Kings podcast. And, yeah. Uh, there you go. <clears throat> that's all about us doing this together. Uh, I really do challenge you to reach out, be committed to, to living your best life and, and living as a king. Email me at Johnny at Johnny King. And if you ever want to reach out to Townsend, you can always reach him at TownsendWardlaw.com, right? Something like that. You'll find me. Yeah. Yeah. Just send <laughs> you're up supposed, the... If you're committed, you'll find me. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. But thank you, brother, as always. Really appreciate you. All right, guys. Take care. Till the next episode. We'll talk soon. That's it for this one. And I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, Share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.